Hi, this is Jim Lyon. You're listening to Viewpoint with me today, my brother Obadiah Smith. Glad to be back, Jim. Obadiah, now I know you've got some soul down inside of you. Deep and, down, and deep And you've in got me. some soul music history. Yes, sir. Me too. And uh, you know, when I think about soul music, I was just listening the other day on the car radio and a song overwhelmed me and it took me back in time. And I promise you, this song owned me when I was a young guy okay. in college. Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Do you oh, know that one? Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I, just the, speaking the title, that mellow groove is in my background. I'm just feeling relaxed. Yes. Uh, it's a spring day out in the Pacific Northwest. I can see it all. You know, there's so much power in music that speaks to the soul. And for yes, me, it is. that was soul music, not just a pop genre. That reached inside of me. Yes. Do you remember Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell? No. <laughs> okay, because I'm way older than you. Uh, they did Ain't No Mountain High Enough Together. That was I a remember the song. signature tune. Yes. Oh, man. Marvin Gaye was all over that guy. But, you know, those songs, as great as they are, they still are dated at time. Yes, they and are, And while Jim. they may still have legs, every now and then you want to have a new song, a new tune. We're on Viewpoint this week, and we're talking about soul music, a kind of soul music that transcends all time and space. And today we're going to talk about a new song that can move your soul. Stay with us. Okay, Obadiah, when we talk about soul music, of course, we kind of run back to Motown, maybe 60s, 70s pop. Yes. There's so much there in that body of work that we could talk about, but... When you think about soul music, music that actually moves your soul, that reaches deep down into your inner being, it engages your head, it engages your thoughts, but it also engages you emotionally. Yes, it does, And Jim. spiritually, even. When you talk about that kind of soul music, you know, there's some that's been around a long, long time. In fact, maybe the most famous soul music you might call the Psalms in the Old Testament. You know yes. those Psalms? Yes, I do, Jim. <laughs> you know, the Psalms, that book in the middle of a Bible, you may not be familiar with your Bible, but I promise you, if you pick one up and just open it to the middle. I'm not talking about the Bible on your phone or your Kindle, but I'm talking about <laughs> a Bible that's got a bound copy with paper pages. If you just open it to the middle, you're going to get to the Psalms. Everyone's heard of the 23rd Psalm. Sometimes people have heard of the 103rd Psalm, or there are many famous passages in the Psalms. But you must never forget that the Psalms are actually, it's a music book. These are songs. They're soulful tunes that have been written thousands of years ago that still speak to us today. Now, we don't know the melodies. We don't know the sheet music to which they were first written. We don't have that part, but we've got the lyrics. Yes, the words. And those lyrics are still soulful. And today, Obadiah, we're looking at the 40th Psalm. It's a great, great piece. I mean, this has got a lyric that, honestly, it doesn't matter where you live, what your ethnicity, what your culture, what your generation, what your age, what your gender, it doesn't matter. This lyric is going to work for you. Give us the first three verses of Psalm 40. This is soul music to remember. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and studied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be astounded. In those words you've just read, the first three verses of Psalm 40, we've got some really soulful lyrics. What's going on? Marvin Gaye might ask. I'll tell you what's going on. This guy got a new song. Yes. God gave him a new song. And that's what we want to talk about today. Because all of us, in the deepest reach of our being, 
every now and then we need a new song. You just can't keep repeating the old tunes. You've got to have something new and fresh that gives life. And that phrase, he gave me a new song to sing, you know what? No matter where you are in life today, no matter what your circumstance, maybe you're just worn out, you're tired, I want you to hear this. God can give you a new song to sing. Maybe you're a young person and you feel like your life is hopeless without meaning, you're not sure where you're going to go. Hey, even though you're young, God can still give you a new song to sing. Maybe you have a lot of challenges and you're thinking, I don't know if I can go any farther. Not because you're young or old, but just life is hard. God can give you a new song to sing. And Obadiah, I want everyone listening to us to hear this. We want to hear from you. You may hear something in our conversation today that piques your interest. Maybe you want to ask a question or make a comment. We have a toll-free number. You can call it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We always want to hear from you. This is the number, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439. been inspired here at Viewpoint by a guy named Clovis Chapel. Ever heard of that name, Obadiah? Yes. <laughs> of course you have, because you've been listening to me talk. But Clovis Chapel, this guy was a Methodist minister. He was born a long time ago in 1882, and uh, he lived for 90 years. But he had the most remarkable way of bringing the Scripture to life. And in an age when people tended to look at the Scripture as kind of a narrow discipline, he had the capacity to just kind of make it relevant in a way that we might now take for granted, but in his time was really groundbreaking. And I have some books. I have a collection of some of his writing. It has always inspired me. I found one of his books the other day, and I just want to bear witness. I know that our thinking today on Viewpoint has been largely informed by Clovis Chapel, and I think the Holy Spirit informed Chapel. So what we're sharing with you today is still the Spirit's work, but boy, I just want to bear witness that Clovis Chapel, one of the Lord's best. God gave me a new song. You know what? As the psalmist wrote that, and we don't know who wrote it. We're not sure where this piece came from, but the guy who wrote it obviously had some rough road. Yes, he did, Jim. You you gave us uh, the verses, Obadiah. I mean, he was talking about a road that wasn't easy. He's had a lot of uh, exhausting moments, some real challenges in life. But wait a minute, he's he's picking up. His spirit's picking up. Instead of just kind of lying down and saying, I can't go any farther. No, wait a minute. God gave me a new song. You know, what is the context of that new song? From where does it come? What would you say, Obadiah? Is this a song that's just kind of coming out of his circumstances? Yes, and probably something that he's experiencing right now. The truth is, we all are informed by our experience and our circumstances. Sometimes they can take our breath away, and sometimes they can leave us in a heap. Sometimes they can breathe life into us. This song may be born by his circumstances. It it clearly has power because he needs a new song to sing. But, you know, when you just feel like you don't have anything left, your circumstances aren't going to give you a song. And God can give you a song. And even when you feel like your circumstances are robbing you of any melody, God can help you sing a new tune. This guy is getting a song, and it's not just coming from his experience, though that may be helping him appreciate it. It's coming from somewhere else. I don't think this song is really coming from his determination to find a new one either, is it? No, it's probably a determination to understand God. There you go. (laughs) I mean, don't you think that uh, 
I've wanted a new song at times in my life. You know, it's a metaphor. I don't really sing that much, but sometimes I just want something fresh and new. And no matter how hard I try, I can't manufacture it. Yes. Ever been there? I mean, just like, man, I want to turn a corner, but I just can't seem to get around the corner because life is against me or my job isn't healthy or my relationships aren't healthy or my body is breaking down or it's a rainy day or a tornado came through my neighborhood. Or, I mean, there's so many things that we can't control. And when that happens, I can't generate inside of me alone yes. a new song. I, I can't. And this guy is getting a new song, and his road has been tough, but it's not coming from his own kind of rugged determination. It's not just that he made up his mind to have one. He has to find it somewhere else. You hit the nail on the head, Obadiah, when I think you said, it's not because he determined to get a new song. He determined to understand God. Yes. And God gave him a song. Yes. Do you ever compose music, Obadiah? Um, maybe in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you and me both. Uh, I, I haven't composed any songs that anybody wants to remember. Right. You know, the gift of composition really is a gift. A person who's able to create new music, I think, reflects the glory of God. Yes. And God is the author of every good and perfect gift. And a new song that gives life, that comes from God. And the guy who's writing this lyric saying, the song I have that's changing my course came from God. And that's so important for all of you listening today, for everyone that's in our audience. Remember this, God is the one who can give you a song. You have to make a decision. Will I open my heart to the melodies of heaven? Because you're going to have to be able to tune out some of this stuff here below to be able to hear that song. It can change your life here and now, but it's going to come from God in heaven above. Well, if that's where it comes from, what kind of song is it? Jim, as I look at the scripture, it's a song of deliverance because he lifted me out of the pit. I think you're right, Obadiah. This is a song that actually gives hope for the future. It, it helps anyone who sings it to understand that you can move on past yes. whatever it is that has enslaved you, that has torn your life down. This song builds you up, and it delivers you from that past, from that agony, from that difficulty. You may still have some hard times, but you're going to cruise through them differently when you have a new song to sing. Yes. I talked about Marvin Gaye and some of his music. I remember some other pop tunes that I used to listen to that didn't necessarily deliver me. They kind of enslaved me. Oh. And, you know, you have to be careful what you listen to. Not all music will actually polish your soul or expand your mind. Sometimes music can corrupt your soul and drag down your mind. And in this case, this song, the nature of the song that God gives you, it's going to help you have more life and feel more complete and to feel better about yourself and better about your prospects. It is a song of deliverance. In fact, you know, there's another part of it. Yes, you, it is. You caught that, that he was uh, being delivered. And he wasn't just going to be left by the curb either. What other kind of property is in this song? Jim, I believe that he found security because the scripture says he set my feet on a solid ground. Yeah, not only to deliver me, yes. he's put me in a better place. And he's not abandoned me there. He's, he's put me on solid ground. He's going to walk with me. It is a song of security. Not only did I escape that snare behind me, I've got somebody to go forward with me. Yes, to my tomorrow. You know, Jesus said... I'm never going to forsake you, and I'm never going to leave you, even to the end of the age. As long as your life shall last, as long as this world shall last, I will be with you. 
He's speaking to his followers, to those that embrace him, that honor him as Lord. And that's part of this song, a new song that says, you will be secure. You can be safe. That's also a song of gratitude, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. Thankfulness, being thankful. You know, I don't know about you, Obadiah, but when, when I'm in the company of someone who's just thankful, it kind of gives me a new song, doesn't it? And it actually helps me to sing their song. <laughs> That's right. I mean, there's something about a spirit of thankfulness and appreciation. We can all make a list of all the things that we don't have. I mean, this psalmist, this guy writing soul music could have said, you know, here are the 15 things that have been messed up in my life before. Let's <laughs> sing about that. Yes. <laughs> no, he's saying, you know what? I had some hard times, but I'm going to sing a new song. Yes. And it's filled with thanksgiving because I'm not in that same place. The world is better. The tomorrow is brighter. That's a song from heaven that looks forward. It's a new song. Yes. And out of newness, there's a freshness of life. Ever get anything new that just puts a smile on your face? Oh, yes. <laughs> a new car. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like it, getting a new car. Isn't yes. It? Even if it's just new to you. Yes, right. And, uh, you know, a new shirt, a new coat, new pair of shoes, even some new cuisine, yes. a new restaurant, because something new talks to you about the future. Jesus said, behold, I make all things new. And that's a new song from heaven. Well, if this song comes from God and it has all these wonderful properties, what's the point of having it, though? When we come back, Obadiah, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what is the value, really, of having a new song? How does that change us up? Obadiah, having uh, talked about this passage that there's a God who authors new music, and that new music has certain properties about being thankful and about it's fresh and new and the way in which it just delivers us and bears witness to the security we have walking with God. And I mean, there's a lot of qualities, characteristics of a new song from God. But so what? Why do I need a song like that? What difference does it make? Because, Jim, when all the words and the lyrics have been sung, it's a blessing that I have received. That's right. I mean... I guess all of us can kind of imagine a song that we've heard perhaps in a film or you just listened to it on the radio or it was shared with a friend and it kind of picked you up a little bit. And it was a blessing to have that new song, but the songs of this world can only just pick you up for the moment. Yes. This new song from God can actually breathe life into you yes. for a long, long time. I remember that uh, when my wife and I were first dating way back when, Billy Joel was a big, big deal, and uh, he sang a song called Just the Way You Are. All right. You know, he wrote the song, and he sang it. I loved it. Uh, my wife delivered it to my house one day, the big album. I'm talking about an the, album. Yeah, the, the big album. <laughs> Back in 1978, and that became kind of our song, and, you know, it, it was a blessing to me. And every time I hear it, it still reminds me of something important. But even more so, the song that God can put in your heart can over the course of your lifetime become an anchor and keep you looking forward. And it's a song that always is tuning you up to be hopeful. That's the kind of music God gives. It's not a dirge about all the things that you have failed to achieve. It's not about looking backward and all the mess-ups in life or how you've been bruised and wounded. No, it's about what good thing is still waiting for me. And that is a blessing. That's a kind of song that actually changes the way we live. And not only that, Jim, as you mentioned that you have a grandson, granddaughter, but it can be a song for the future generation about the possibilities that we can find in God. And 
I guess what you're saying is, if I can hymn that tune yes. in my heart, and again, it's a bit of a metaphor, but if I actually walk as if I have a new song from heaven, if I have the characteristics of that song that become part of who I am, it's not just about me, is it, anymore? Yes. It's picked me up, but it can pick up other people, yes. too. If my grandchildren, if my children, if my wife, if my friends, if the people I work with can hear me humming that tune from heaven, yes. it makes their world better, too. I mean, are we drawn, any of us drawn, to negative tunes? <laughs> you, you, you just want to fly to be in the room, you know, ongoing with someone who's just singing mournful songs? You know, there's a moment to mourn, I suppose, but over the long course of life, I want to be with music that's joyful, Yes, that brings a life. smile, yes. that gives hope. I mean, that's what this psalmist is talking about. That's soul music that changes the way you live. How do you get it? How do you get there? Jesus. Jesus is the Word of God become flesh. He is the new song of God in human form. And we want to invite all of our listeners today to just take a deep breath and take a moment and realize God can give you a new song to sing. Yes, He can. And it can change the way you live. It can change your relationships. It can change everything about your walk in this world. But you have to be willing to open your heart to Jesus so that he can breathe that song into you. How do you do that? Well, just take a minute and pray with us. It's a starting place. Our Father, we're so thankful today that you know each of us by name and you know just exactly where we have been, what we have done, what we have suffered, and what we have achieved. You know exactly also, Lord, where we will go and what we will yet face. We're thankful, Lord, that you are willing to breathe into us some soul music, a new song, that you can give us a new song. And for all of the rough patch behind us, you can give us a song to sing going forward. And for all of the triumphs that are behind us, you can give us a new song to sing going forward. And it's a song not written by any human hand, but by heaven's own. We ask, Lord, that you will breathe that song into us as we surrender our lives into your control through Jesus Christ the Lord. We thank you for the way in which he brought a song into this world from the moment of his birth in Bethlehem. And we're thankful for all those who are still singing it. And we pray, Lord, that we will sing it too. And may we not only be blessed by it, but may we be a blessing to others because we have allowed you to lift our spirits with soul music that only you could write. Hear our prayer, Lord. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you'd like to know more about how you can have a new song in your life, just give us a call. Dial this number 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439. 24 hours a day and seven days a week, we are by the phone. Always glad to hear from you. And Obadiah, if someone would prefer not to call us, but instead check us out online, what's our web address? CBH viewpoint.org. CBH, Christians Broadcasting Hope. That's the song we sing, cbhviewpoint.org. You can read about the ministry, send us an email, we will reply. Or at the last, if you prefer, just use the Postal Service. Address your letter to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana, 46018, USA. But whether you call us on the phone, check us out online, or send me a letter by post, let us hear from you. All right, Obadiah, thanks for being with us today. Glad to be back, Jim. Go find some Marvin Gaye to drive yes. home by. What's going on? <laughs> you could do it. Oh, who needs Marvin Gaye <laughs> when you have Obadiah? And 
for all of us at the Viewpoint team. Thank you for joining us today, too. This is Jim Lyon. Stay tuned.